But otherwise, as, assuming all goes well there and the numbers. You're really trying to back me into I, a corner. I, I am you, trying Philip? to back you into the corner. <laughs> I want you to say something here. No. <laughs> no. But I mean, that, yeah. I mean, that's the reason we're testing this yeah. out, right? Yeah. So. Yes. Buckle up. You're listening to Terminal Exchange. I'm Philip Adams, and this is episode 35 of Terminal Exchange, the official podcast show of Nussbaum Transportation. This week, we're taking a moment to sit down with Brent Nussbaum to discuss results from our latest survey that we conducted back in July. Now, for those of you unfamiliar with our regular surveys, every year, Nussbaum conducts an extensive survey called an engagement survey. This survey includes a wide variety of questions that cover many facets of the company and the job. In addition to that engagement survey, we conduct three other surveys throughout the year that we call Pulse Surveys. These surveys are similar to their larger counterpart, but they only include a select number of key questions that help us track the health, or pulse, of these key areas. Honest feedback and participation in these surveys are very important to us. We're not looking just to come back with high marks saying that we're doing great. We really do want to identify the areas that we can improve on and make working with Newsbaum even better than it already is. Newsbaum employees can look for an official memo coming out the same time as this episode that shows all the scores and trends over the last few years. So be sure to check your inbox or the info center in link for this memo. And now to highlight some items from the latest survey and to discuss some action items, here is my exchange with Newsbaum CEO, Brent Newsbaum. Well, our uh, latest Pulse survey results are in. Uh, this is from our third quarter here in 2019. And uh, we've invited Brent Nussbaum to come in and uh, give us some uh, information from those results and kind of tell us a little bit about the, the findings from that and uh, some things that we uh, might expect to see from that as well. So, Brent, I'm just going to turn it over to you and uh, have you kind of get us into this and uh, tell us what we learned from these uh, res- survey results. Thank you, Philip. Well, I, uh, I want to thank all of you who took us uh, took your time to give us feedback in the uh, the latest uh, Pulse survey. And uh, based on that feedback, there's a couple of items that uh, I thought was uh, important to address. Uh, the first one is that it seems like operations is uh, they they are they seem to be over busy, and it's been challenging at times for you to get to your driver manager or to get a response back in a timely manage uh, in a timely manner. Uh, we recognize that, and we agree that this is an area that needs attention. Part of it uh, is due to uh, a number of new hires and operations. As we've added people in this last year, uh, these people are still green, and it takes a while to bring their skill levels and our expectations up to uh, the level where we feel is uh, proper to uh, give you the answers that you need in a timely manner. So, we apologize for that, and it is an area that we are working on. Uh, unfortunately, when uh, even when you bring new people on, it takes uh, at least a year, if not two years, to get them up to speed, and uh, we're still dealing with that, and it's going to be a little bit of time to get those people comfortable with uh, our expectations, um, not only our expectations, but 
your expectations. So the second area that we want to address is concerns about growth. Uh, I hear that on occasion. Somebody will say, well, how big do you want to be? And and that's not, um, when it comes to how big we want to be, it's not that we're trying to be a mega carrier. We're not. Uh, we had a lot of opportunities for growth in 2018. As a matter of fact, uh, we turned down way more freight in 2018 than we were able to handle. Uh, we just didn't have the drivers, the equipment, and it wasn't prudent for us to put that much effort into growth, although we did have one of the biggest years in our history for growth, and it was almost 20%. Uh, that is an area that uh, we are concerned about, and we we know that some of you have concerns about them. So uh, I just want to address that, that we're, we're not into – uh, just adding trucks and adding drivers and uh, and spreading out what we already have amongst the drivers that we have. I will tell you that uh, we care about running efficiently and effectively and uh, care about running as a, uh, uh, a company that uh, is running successfully and prudently. So I just wanted to let you know that uh, those concerns that you have are also our concerns uh, in order to correct that, we have pushed the pause button on growth. Uh, we had a little bit through this year, but at the present time, we're we're uh, we're still hiring, but we're only hiring to replace those that leave Newspalm. So remember that with thirty uh, percent growth, which by the way is a is a third of what it is of what the turnover is in the industry, thirty percent turnover is uh, we still have to hire to replace those people. We currently have uh, just short of uh, uh, 440 drivers. Uh, 22 of them uh, are students. We feel like the student program is something that is very important. There are people that want to be part of this industry, uh, and it takes a little while to bring them up to the standards that we would expect at Nussbaum uh, to make them a safe driver. Uh, And many of you that are involved in that program as driver trainers have done an outstanding job of uh, uh, training them and preparing them for a career in this industry. So we thank you for that. But uh, on any given day, we have approximately 385 drivers on the road due to people being off on vacation, sick or injured. Uh, So if you pull in the lot and see a bunch of red trucks sitting out here, uh, you'll know that a lot of those trucks are due to, to people that are either off uh, sick, injured, uh, vacation. And then uh, we also keep some trucks around here in case uh, we have a truck that has got extended issues and that we have to uh, hold for a period of time. Uh, we want to be able to send, instead of having you sit here for a week while we figure it out, we want to be able to have uh, spares here so that we can uh, get you back out on the road as quickly as possible. So, Just wanted to kind of give you some feedback on that. Uh, We have pushed the the pause button on growth, and right now we we want to work diligently to make sure we have enough freight and the people in place and systems in place to be able to uh, do that effectively and efficiently. So, Brent, it sounds like then with those couple of, uh, we'll call them pain points a little bit right now, I mean, that's basically what the the survey results indicated, uh, that we're going to be putting some things and allow some things to work themselves out here yes. over time and not dealing with the the growth pains uh, that come from that. And 
be able to allow this stuff to kind of work out. And I uh, was just talking with one of our drivers and he kind of described this as, as a bit of a dance you know, partnership, you know, between driver and operations and uh, shop and every, just everybody in the company and kind of getting in step with each other and mm-hmm. just some of these uh, things kind of being just a little bit out of sync just because of that growth. Uh, so I think that's, uh, as we see in the survey results here, there's definitely some pain points there, but uh, yeah. definitely and I, push and pause is going to help us out. Yeah. There. And I think that's a great way to put that. I, I, uh, and I don't know if any of you are noticed recently, but we've got a new building project going <laughs> on. Actually two of them, uh, one yeah, across the road no to the East, which was going to give us some, uh, some more parking. Um, initially that lot will uh, allow us to park, uh, extra equipment, uh, trailers that are maybe, uh, uh, waiting to be repaired or uh, trailers that are waiting to be sold. So we need a little more room in this lot. Uh, the other thing uh, you might notice is that there's a lot of dirt moving equipment on the south side of the building that, uh, and we're just literally, as we speak today, just dug uh, the basement on one of those buildings or dug, it's not a full basement, uh, it's a partial, but um so there's going to be a lot of activity, and uh, when you're doing that, the last thing we want to do is to be growing in the midst of that. So a lot of um, a lot of irons in the fire, but we want to do it in a way that makes sense mm. and a way that uh, is is very prudent in the way that we operate and run this business. Yeah, I think that's great. Uh, but also, uh, some things we, we've already put into place here, um, or are currently working on that I think would be some positive notes here uh, to share with drivers as well. Sure. And some of you may not be aware and others might be, but there are a couple of things that we rolled out this summer. Um, and one of them is a uh, product called, uh, I'll call it a tool called smart pass and smart pass allows the truck to, um, to spend certain amount of, Speed over and above are currently set, uh, which is 65 mile an hour. So uh, as many of you are out on the road every day, we know that there are times when you struggle to, uh, you're, you're pulled up beside somebody and you're kind of dueling back and forth to see who's going to get ahead of the other. And and you just need a couple extra mile an hour just to get around that person in that situation. So we've rolled out um, Smart Pass. Smart Pass will allow you up to 68 mile an hour for 20 minutes a day. Uh, we've got a number of drivers that are operating on that now and have said, uh, shared how much they really appreciate having that extra speed uh, just for situations like that. Now, Brent, before I let you go on, um, that was kind of, we kind of did a quiet rollout of that. Yes. Right. But some were aware that this was a thing and there's a whole process to using Smart Pass. Uh, so I think some more information or there's good contact information for drivers to figure out uh, what to do with that. Yes. Uh, I would, uh, I would ask you to, uh, as you're looking for information, you can call and talk to the shop office, whether it be uh, Kevin, Philip, or James, uh, and they'll help you uh, with the information needed uh, just to figure out how to use that and get it turned on in your truck. Uh, again, there's no, there's nothing that is a prerequisite to you using it. It's just a, a tool. We uh, didn't roll it out immediately to everybody because we wanted to test it, see how it worked, and to see if uh, there were going to be any challenges with it. And uh, right now we're uh, we're pretty uh, pretty 
happy with the way that's working. So then, um, in addition to that, then we kind of a pain point of sorts that we have dealt with in the past is, uh, trailer tails. Uh, we've had a couple different iterations and everything, but, uh, we've got some new ones that we're working on testing out. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. A little history on that, uh, back, um, I'm thinking it's about five years ago. Now we rolled out a product, um, by trailer tail and it's about four foot as you, most of you or all of you know, by now it sticks out to about four foot behind the end of the trailer. And in order to uh, open it, you have to go up and, and pull the, the, uh, little chains and that pops open and, and then to close it, you just put your hand on each one and push it back up against the back of the trailer. Uh, but that can provide some challenges, especially in the winter time when ice buildup happens on the trailers, on the back of the trailer. Uh, we can have cables that can snap. Uh, sometimes it may just happen whether it's a spotter at a shipper um, or it's just one of our drivers forgetting that that tail is open and backing into something and and obviously breaking it. One of the challenges that results is not every truck stop uh, or trailer repair place in the country can can have the equipment or the cables in order to repair these. And sometimes it has cost us miles of out of route uh, to bring those trailers in here to get them from, uh, repaired or fixed in the shop. So, you know, ultimately we know that they are not exactly a driver-friendly tool on our trailers. And we've been looking around for quite some time at a replacement that uh, would be much easier to work with. And uh, amazingly so, in one year we've, as we searched, we found three different products. Uh, two of them are brand new. One's been out for a little while. And these are all products that are in addition to Trailer Tail. Uh, the unique things about these products is that one of them, uh, only one of the three, sticks out beyond the back of the trailer. And it only sticks out about a foot. Uh, it is always open when the trailer doors are closed. Uh, when the trailer doors are open, the trailer tail, that particular trailer tail, uh, and it's called rocket tail, folds around back behind the trailer door. Again, there is no, literally no driver interaction on that. And we are testing that one on five different, tra uh, five trailers. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, it's about, I don't want to say it's indestructible. I've watched a truck drive over it. I've uh, mm. watched uh, various tests on it, and it's uh, it's yeah, it's somewhat indestructible. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you give it the right yeah. the right scenario, I'm sure you can do something to yeah. it. Right? But so then the other two, uh, one of them is a product by Michelin. It's called the Michelin Energy Guard. It involves uh, a system actually, which is their uh, their trailer skirt, the uh, mud flap, which is uh, kind of an air through mud flap, kind of currently like what we're using now. There's a V type device on the back of the trailer that sticks out a couple inches to, to deflect wind. And then there's a rain guard up on top of the trailer that uh, covers the, uh, the rain gutter. So this system, um, you would see it mounted on the end of the trailer, but it does not protrude past the back of the trailer. And it's kind of, it looks like a bump 
that is sticking out hmm. uh, on the side of the trailer, and it's to deflect the wind around the back of the trailer. The results that we have seen have been really positive, but we decided that we needed to test it ourselves. So right now we've got it on five trailers that we're running. And uh, if you should see one of those, you'll know that it's one of those to, uh, one of those test trailers. We have another one that looks almost exactly like it. It um, was initially developed by a company called Smart Truck. Smart Truck developed those scoops, those air scoops that you see underneath trailers. Those are the ones that uh, are in front of the tandems, is that about yes. right? Yes, And they just sold off their system to uh, Transtex, and Transtex is the provider of our, current provider of our trailer skirts. So Transtex system is their skirt plus that tail, and it's very much like the Michelin. It's just, it's mounted at the end of the trailer. It doesn't protrude past the back of the trailer. It looks like kind of a bump out, uh, zero uh, touch zero interaction by the driver, and the great thing about the Michelin Energy uh, Energy Guard, actually all three tails, whether it be the the rocket tail, the Michelin Energy Guard, or the Transtex tail itself, is the fact that there are no cables, and nothing to break. Uh, literally, you could run down the road forever and never have to bring that in for any kind of uh, uh, service work. So we're pretty excited about that. We hope uh, in a few months to be able to have an answer, and we won't be retrofitting anything right away. What we'll do is as new trailers get built, we'll be um, mounting them right on those trailers coming out of the factory. So we have yet to figure out which route we're going yet as we're testing, but it does look like we'll probably be going with at least one of these options moving forward on new equipment. Yeah, and I want to... Be careful how I say that because we still have to produce some fuel saving uh, results out of those. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. I mean, are we, I don't know how long we've had these in place so far, but fuel savings, are they, is it seeming like it's fairly similar to what we've got already? Is there a significant difference? Well, the challenge is we can't tell you that because uh, IT needed to write a special report to, to get that information, and they just literally got that done. So we, we hope over the next couple of months here to, to have some good gotcha. feedback uh, through that so that we can go yeah. out and make those decisions. Yeah, excellent. But otherwise, as, assuming all goes well there and the numbers. You're really trying to back me into I, a I, corner. I am trying to up? back you into the corner. <laughs> I want you to say something here. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, that's the reason we're testing this yeah. out, right? Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, ultimately, um, I will tell you, uh, be very open and transparent about it. It really uh, about makes my heart sink when I go down the road and I see one of our trailers oh, with the, with the tails both. closed on it. It just makes me sick. And I think, you know, we're an employee-owned company. Everybody mm-hmm. should want to have those tails open because it's a benefit uh, to their their ownership in the company. Yeah. So that being said, I mean, that wasn't the reason we did it. Uh, I know that, that every time we have to bring a, a trailer in that's got a tail on it that has cables— and we have to spend time fixing that. That is unproductive time yep. for that trailer out on the road, and we need to be able to solve that issue. You know, ultimately, we want to keep our drivers on the road and productive, not in the shop. And uh, we want to do whatever we can to uh, to do it in a in a very prudent way. So it is my greatest hope that in the next couple of months we're going to make an announcement and say, you know what, we've 
we tested all three of these. And by the way, there's this great product that that we think is going to be a, a really solid addition to our trailer fleet in the future here. Yeah, excellent. Well, Brent, before we close up here, uh, talking about doing these surveys, filling out the surveys, giving us your feedback as a driver, uh, I want to iterate how important it is that, that drivers be honest and give their, their legitimate feedback uh, in these surveys. And the fact that we actually do read through every single comment, uh, look at all the results of this. And we're the whole reason we're talking about this right now is to show, you know, let inform everybody that we're working on some of these things and highlight some of those results. Yeah. I just want to encourage everyone. First, again, I want to reiterate, thank you to all those who have taken the time to give us feedback. We don't ignore them. We don't uh, file them away. We, we take the comments, we group them together, and we look and, and we see, you know what, um, where are the things that we can most quickly affect? And, uh, and quite frankly, if, if I was taking a survey and nobody ever gave me any feedback, I would say, well, why in the world are they even asking? Is this to make, is this to make them look good? We want to be able to improve. That's our goal. We want to be a world-class company that is constantly uh, trying to improve the things that they do. We need your feedback in order to make that happen. We don't want to be just another trucking company out there. We want to be the one that you're proud to work for and that uh, in time to come, that uh, as you run into others, you'll say, you know what, this company cares about its people enough of, uh, to give good communication, good feedback to, and to do everything they can to support uh, you and your families. So again, in order to do that, please give us feedback as much as possible so that we can do the best that we can to serve you. Brent, thanks so much for coming in and giving us some good feedback here on the driver's feedback and the things that we were putting in place. And uh, look forward to seeing how uh, all this comes together. And then reporting on the next survey as well. We, we will do these regularly and we'll be sure to uh, continue communicating uh, with our drivers, what we're doing with it. Yeah. I look forward to that as well. Thank you, Philip. Thanks, Brent. Yep. You've been listening to Terminal Exchange, the official podcast show of Nussbaum Transportation. Nussbaum is an industry leader in over-the-road freight transportation. For more information on Nussbaum's award-winning truckload services and top-paying driving careers, go to Nussbaum.com or NussbaumJobs.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Terminal Exchange. New episodes arrive every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts and share a little love by writing us a review. Then go deeper into each exchange or listen to previous episodes at our podcast page, TerminalExchange.org.